Hey everyone, you are listening to Barely Even Here with me, Matt Smith. I just want to start this very first episode off by saying thank you if you've made it to my channel, if you've made it to the podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's let's get into the meat and potatoes of things, right? So I really wanted to start off with why I started a podcast. I tend to find interest in a lot of things. I, I find interest in so many different things that sometimes it's it's very hard to keep it all in the same barrel, if that makes any sense. It just kind of overflows. Sometimes I really, really deep dive into something and then something else will catch my interest and then I kind of fall off of that and go into that. Not like I'm jumping because you know I still I really appreciate what it is. So I'm not just like leaving these things behind. Then I'll go get really, really, really into something else. Like language, for example. Um, I think the first language I tried to learn on my own was Italian. Um, Because I just... American English... English in general, it just doesn't make a lot of sense when you look at the spelling of things. Like telephone, you know? There's just... There's extra stuff. That's why I don't like French either. There's, There's too many extra letters and punctuation. It's weird. I love Italian. It's very straightforward. And then I got into German. And then I got into Norwegian. And then now I'm back into German. But so far, German's what I've made it the furthest into. You would think, since I live in Texas, that Spanish would be an option. Which I'll probably get to that eventually. It seems to make sense. Plus, they pay more. Like, jobs pay more if you're bilingual. Especially Spanish, like if it, to your region, they pay uh, they pay a lot more. It's wild. I mean, it's it's a good a good skill to have. I imagine. Okay, see, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> that okay, so I'll use that as a segue into the title of the show. So barely even here. I am the type of person who usually has my head in the clouds. I was recently diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. So it's, 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 sometimes it's hard to me. It's, it's hard to be in the moment for me. I'm usually either ruminating on the past or I'm worried about the future. So when I am in the moment, I'm like really, really, really in the moment and I fixate and I feel like talking, especially doing this, helps to keep me in the moment and focus on what I'm doing right now and really enjoy it. And so far I am. What I will tell you is that I did not like the process of doing this, of getting started because mainly because I overthink things. Um, so every, every bump became a molehill and every molehill became a mountain. And looking back, now that I have everything working, it was a gosh, I was very upset at myself for overthinking things the way that I was. Um, I could have started this way, way further back if I would have just let things be and tell myself that it was good enough. But uh, if, if there's anybody, if there's any like-minded people out there, you know that no matter how many times you tell yourself or anyone else tells you you're good enough. Uh, sometimes it's just hard for us to accept it and believe it. 
All right, well, since you're here, I don't want this to just be like, oh, well, let me tell you why I started the podcast and what you can expect on my podcast, and then that's it. I want this to be a full-on first episode, episode, you know, not just pop in to say hello to test things out, because why even why even publish it at that point? Why not just keep it to myself and do nothing with it? So um, let's get into some stuff that I've been thinking about lately. Do you remember Skip It? The thing with a ball on one end and then a plastic... I don't don't know what you would call that. An apparatus that's somewhere between a hard piece of plastic and a rope. And then there's a ring that you put around your ankle. It's fun. They're fun to use. They were a great invention. And what brings this up is that my daughter recently got one. Um, it was either from her aunt or her grandma. I can't remember, but she loves it. She's still trying, she's still trying to figure it out. So what I did to help her is I went to YouTube and typed in skip it commercial. That is the worst and best theme song for anything in the world. Let me explain this, dude. It's, I mean, it's a good song. It's a bop. It really is. Plus, the Skip It is a great toy. It's fun. It's got a good theme song. But then when you really, really listen to the theme song, it kind of pisses me off a little bit because it is such a bop. And then it's got stupid lyrics. You don't believe, you're, I know you're thinking it in your head. Skip it, skip it. No, skipping and a screaming and a bop shoe bop is what he says. Skipping and a skipping and a screaming and a bop shoe bop and a bop shoe bop. Don't do that. Think of think of more words that could go there. Don't just bop shoe bop. If you're gonna say bop shoe bop, you need to say it more than just one time. It's like a doo wop band or something. It's got to be part of the song. You can't just Bop you bop one one time in the song because you can't think of any other lyrics. Here's something else that's annoying about it, right? And the crazy thing is that this is actually like the breakdown in the middle of the song. When he says, but the very best thing of all, there's a counter on this ball. That's not the very best. That's not even the selling point. It's not called a count it. It's a skip it. That's the very best thing of all. The counter on the ball is just a fun byproduct. It's a way to show your buddies, hey, yeah, look look how many skips I got. That's it. That's not the very best thing of all about the skip it. The very best thing of all is that you can sling it around your ankle and jump over it. So you're working out without even knowing it, and you're having a great time. Let me tell you the worst part of all about a skip it. And you already know what it is. So I'm not sure if I should even say it. It's getting hit in the ankle with it. I'm not going to, that's it. I'm not going to go on about it. We know what it, I know what it is. You know what it is. Let's move on. Also. Okay. Trying to store it too. trying to store the skip. It is a little rough too. Hers is actually a better design because it's a solid tether. It's like a piece of hard plastic. It's not like the wobbly, flaccid ones 
This fully erect, fully erect skippet. And so it's easy to stand up in a corner or something. Not the other ones. And you'd always have a cousin that would put it in his toy box or maybe you would put it in your toy box. And it would just kind of, it takes up more space than it needs to, needs to. But you also can't just leave it in a corner or something like that. Then it just coils up. And eventually it somehow works its way out to where it's blocking the door and the door won't shut or your closet door won't shut. Any of it. Anyway, I've been talking way too long about Skip It, but I love the Skip It. I love the song, but it just bothered me that I noticed the lyrics of the song were skipping and a screaming and a bop shoe bop. Now, what would make sense if there was already somebody in the background doing like, ooh, bop shoe bop or something like that. And then he just said skipping and a screaming and a and then he stopped, and then the bop shoe bops in the background just went. Don't say bop shoe bop one time. Let's talk about jobs. I've had a crazy amount of jobs, man. A crazy amount of jobs. And I know what you're thinking. Well, I've had a bunch of jobs, too. I've had like seven jobs. I've had over 40 jobs. Dead serious. Over 40 jobs I've had. The very first one was hanging drywall for a summer job when I was 11 years old. Now find me another kid with a work ethic like that. I dare you. Get him. And don't, not one of these Guinness kids, not one of these Asian kids from like the Guinness, because nobody forced me to do it, all right? It was, (laughs) I wanted my own money and got a summer job. And it started out with caulking little cracks around the house. It was a really old house. And then I ripped my pants and I wasn't wearing underwear. So that was fun. Imagine that 11 years old. First thing you think of is, are there any girls around? That's a first and not in a good way. Not like my dong's out. Oh, are there any girls around? No, it's the exact opposite of that. It's, I hope there are no girls around or I will kill myself. I will shove this cult gun up my nose, and then that's how I'll die. Because I ripped my pants while I wasn't wearing underwear, while I was trying to cult cracks in a hundred-year-old house. And then that evolved into drywall, and I had my own money. So it's one thing, you know, you get birthday money or Easter money or something like that when you're 11 years old, or finding money. That's the best thing, finding money when you're that young. That's way better than anybody giving it to you. But when you worked for it and you got it and it's a lot, I mean, for me, I mean, a couple hundred bucks, that's a lot when you're a kid. And I, what did I do? I bought PlayStation games. I bought PlayStation games and an ICP poster. Now, hold on, hold on, just wait. I'm not a juggalo. I only painted my my face one time, and that was for Halloween. That's it. I liked ICP because they were funny and scary, and that's it. So don't judge me. But I bought an ICP poster, a bunch of PlayStation games, probably a ton of candy. I don't remember what I bought. And then that just evolved, man. I just I've had so many jobs. A lot of, <laughs> I feel like a big reason for a lot of those jobs because I get burned out very easily. I mean, I say very easily, but usually it's, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I get burned out very easily. So if there's no room to grow, because I put in 110% when I'm working somewhere, 
I'm never that lazy guy. I hate to even think that somebody might think that I'm lazy. So I do like to go above and beyond. I'm a 110% type of worker. So once I feel underappreciated or I feel like there's a little nepotism going on because this guy calls in all the time, but now he's getting a raise because you guys go out to Applebee's on Thursday nights. Horseshit. No thanks. I'm out. And that's a great thing about living in San Antonio. I was living in San Antonio for like 10 years, man. Is it's like if you don't like your job, if you live in a bigger city like that, you could find a job by the end of the day. If you don't like your job, there's been times where I've and I've done this more than once. I've worked a night shift and gotten off at like 10 o'clock at night. I jump on the Via bus to head back home, like the 28, I think it was the 28 from downtown. And then just got the urge to hop off and walk around like, man, dude, I hate this job. Just go in and ask people if they're hiring and you'll find another job. Well, okay, things have changed because now when you do that, people look at you and like, well, you can go to our website. And now it's like a lottery, right? So no matter how many credentials you have or or your references, you could have some of the best references in the world. It's almost like a lottery the way they pick jobs now. <clears throat> I mean, I haven't hired anybody for a really long time. I haven't, you know, in, in a management position. But I imagine it's like a lottery, man, because there's been times recently where I'm going to look for another job and it's like, oh man, dude, there's, I'm totally qualified for this and I get nothing. No callback, no text, no email, no nothing, which I think is disrespectful. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, well, how can you expect them to message everybody back out of all the people that have applied? Well, you don't. <laughs> you message the qualified ones that you're not picking. I'm not talking about the 19-year-old that has never worked. This is their very first job. They have zero experience because, honestly, you probably hired him. And I think we're all a little tired of that. Somebody's got to hire them. I get that. They need jobs. But when you're passing up experienced people to hire very young people with no experience, and that's not to I'm not saying that all young people have no experience, but I'm saying those seem to be the ones. When you go into a restaurant or you start a new job and you're looking around and you're like, I'm 30, why do I feel 50? Because everybody here is 16 to 18 years old. It's because they'll take shit pay like it's a good thing. That's what it is, dude. We all know it. I know it. You know it. And if it's not that, somebody's a pervert. Because I've worked in some jobs, too, where it's like, I don't even know how I got this job because I'm the only guy here. And every other person Every other, it's all girls. It's all girls. Sometimes, I, I won't say where it was, but I worked at this one place. Uh, was I bartending then? I might have been bartending, but I was at this one place, and I noticed that all of the girls were like, they looked so much alike, I had a very hard time telling any of them apart. It was weird. Like, like serial killer MO type of weird. These girls were like the same age, same height, same hair, 
same eyes. It was really weird. It was like a big Mormon family that ran a bar. Jobs are weird, man. Jobs are a weird place. Here's what's weird. You get a job, right? Now you have to wait three weeks to get paid. Why? Because you can't say, okay, I'll wait three weeks to start. (laughs) You know, I'll wait a week to start. Like, no, we need you to start now. And we need you to be on time every day for every shift. But we're going to wait three weeks to pay you. And I know that that is uh, something that they probably can't help. Maybe it's got something to do with the system. But the same shit's been going on for as long as I've been working, at least. So we don't have a better system. I know there's ways around it. There are places like Homebase, which is like a job schedule sort of app, um, which lets you like chat with people and listen to their stupid fucking messages like, Oh, thank you, Shirley, for covering my shift last fucking Wednesday. You know, just, just stupid shit. You can text her. We don't care. None of us care. She's not covering my fucking shift out back. Nobody cares. Text her. Don't put it in the fucking chat. Anyway, sites like Homebase will sometimes let you withdraw checks early. So it's like you get paid a little early. They take a little percentage. So stuff like that's cool. It feels like somebody's working for you. Other than that, dumb to make people wait so long for a paycheck. Doesn't make any sense to me. I started a new job recently. I really like it. Uh, it's actually, <laughs> I'm a little nervous because I like it so much. Um, again, I'm a 110% worker. So I like to find things that need to be done and I do them. If somebody needs help doing something, I'm not one of those that's not my job kind of people. Under most circumstances. There are other circumstances where that's different because if you're trying to put me in a position to fail, it ain't my job. Unless I have the proper training for what you're trying to put me in, I'm not going to do it. Plain and simple. And you can't fire me because I'm still doing my job. You didn't hire me to do that job. You hired me to do this job. But if it's something that I feel comfortable doing, bada bing, I might even ask you if you need some help. Which I'd say I usually do if it seems like somebody needs some help. If you know, if I'm just standing around, I've already finished what I need to do, or I'm waiting around for more to do, and it seems like somebody else could use a little help. Bam, let's get this done. Umbuku, synergy. If it's not good for everyone, it's not good for anyone. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to my very first podcast. I wasn't entirely sure what to talk about, but that came pretty naturally, and it felt pretty good. We'll definitely have more episodes. I've got months of content planned, so I'm not going anywhere. I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you stay up to date with uh, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram. We got the email there. A couple of shout outs right here. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my boy Epup. That's Justin Baker. He is a gamer on Twitch. He's a really awesome guy and he's good at what he does. And I'd like to give a shout out to Ursa Botanicals in Seguin, Texas. That's my buddy Dustin Krieger. Uh, you can get all of your CBD, Delta 8, Delta 9 needs met there. He's not. It's not a head shop. It is a pharmaceutical botanical boutique. 
and he's got an incredible amount of passion in what he does and he will help you do he will help you decide on what you're looking for do you want this to just have fun do you need this for ptsd do you need this to sleep do you need this for pain it's all good man and it's all legal right here in the state of texas these are not sponsors these are just really good friends of mine and i felt that they deserved a shout out and go check them out please Thanks again for listening to Barely Even Here. I have been Matt Smith, and I am no longer. No, I'm just kidding. That sounds kind of scary. Yeah, check us out next time. I really appreciate you being here. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot.